divas. Stomp your left, right, left. Combat divas. Hey. Yo, welcome back to the Combat Divas Podcast. This your girl TG. And your girl Tanisha B. And we are back, 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 back for another episode. First of all, we want to plug a few of our sponsors. Sponsors, 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 sponsors. Hey, pay the bills, pay the bills. Pay the bills. First up on the docket, Tanisha B. All right, so we got Big Toe season. <laughs> Why are you doing this? Sorry, like that? Wait, wait, wait. Washington TG making me. Okay, cool. Big Toe seasoning is the best seasoning since Larry's, with its array of blended seasonings to include Creole and salt-free options. Big Toe seasonings is your guide to family dinners, barbecues, game day, and seafood boils. Head over to BigToeSeasoning.com and use our promo code CombatDivas10 to receive 10% off your order. All right. Next up on the docket is my daughter's tea house. My daughter's tea house is your home for tea blends, guys. If you're looking for help with weight loss, looking for a good detox, which I was looking for both, um, looking for energy, I'm always looking for energy, or you just need time to relax, head over to www.etsy.com forward slash shop forward slash M-E-D-A-R-D-A-S tea house. And use promo code Combat Diva for ten percent off your order. All right, and last but certainly not least, Wholeness Oasis is our urban holistic wellness boutique that we get all of our athletic wear as well as our products for hair and body. Head over to wholenessoasis.com and use our promo code Combat Divas and enjoy fifteen percent off when you order forty dollars or more. We have a special treat actually today. Um, we wanted to kind of highlight military families uh, upcoming in this upcoming November, and we talk about the the service member a lot. We talk about the soldier a lot, but we don't, the families also go through a, an awful lot um, dealing with us. Not only the spouses, but you know the mothers, the fathers, and the children. And yeah. uh, we don't talk about them enough. So we're gonna have a a coast guard. A Coast Guard kid. I don't, I don't know how they. I don't know how they call them. <laughs> <laughs> okay, a military was a, mil, a military kid whose father. His father is, is in the Coast Guard, and his mother is actually a nurse during this trying time. So uh, he's seen the world through a few lenses, and we're gonna add him here uh, in a second, and he'll be joining us on the call. His name is Terrell Franklin. A young author, 17, not even 18 yet. Uh, he's been writing since he was 11 years old. And um, just just an all-around amazing young man. I'm proud of him. You know? If he was my son, I'd be beaming right now. So. <laughs> yeah. I'd be wanting to shout it to the Hilltops. I'd be wanting to tell everybody. Absolutely nobody asked me. Like, you know my boy's a writer, right? <laughs> nobody asked me. My boy's a writer. <laughs> Terrell. Hey. Hi. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing pretty good, man. It's good to see you. This is Tanisha. You you, you know me already. And uh, yeah, man, we're excited to dig in. How's, uh, well, first of all, we, we just bragged about you a little bit before you got on the call about you being a, a, a young man and you just finished writing your first novel. You've been writing since you was 11 years old. Yeah. Um, very active in your community. So tell us a little bit about yourself, Terrell. Yeah. Um, 
Well, I'm pretty active in my church, especially the youth group. I'm in the youth choir, the youth drama team, and a youth leader in training in my church. Oh, wow. Um, in my school, I was before um, the coronavirus, I was part of the Black History Club. So we would hold an event every year and we'd get black students from this uh, city and we'd get them together and we'd show off our talents and we'd just make sure, like remind yourself of our history and bring bring everyone together. Nice. So so you're in West Con uh, Kenosha, Wisconsin. Yes. So is there the, is the ratio from, is it very diverse or is it predominantly? I would say it's pretty diverse compared to all of Wisconsin. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I, so. I guess I can picture that. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, seem very, very busy for a young teenager. I'm like, I almost feel like I'm slacking. Like you've been doing a lot. Right. Thank you. Jeez. So how do you keep up? Well, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Now I'm like, how do you, how do you keep up? How do you, how do you find time for yourself? Or is this is something that you just immerse yourself in to just stay busy? I think, I think you, me and my family, of course, we just, we are kind of like leaders in our communities. So we kind of know how to pick up roles and we do find time for ourselves, but we know how to balance our life even, even when things get busy. Great. And when you say your family is our leaders in the community, I briefly, before you got on, I was telling our audience that you're also, um, your, your father's in the Coast Guard and your mother's a nurse, is that correct? Yes. Okay, so uh, your father's in the Coast Guard yes. and he's actually a, a police officer in Kenosha. So it's been, how yes. has it been for you looking through life through the lenses of being, you know, a child of a service member, a child of a police officer and a child of a nurse during this crazy year? Um, being a child of a service member, I think I, probably had an easier experience growing up. I didn't have to move around too much. I stayed in Kenosha my whole life. Nice. But in the beginning, my father had to work a lot. And there's a story that my parents tell me that when I was really little, that he worked so much, but I like asked my mom, hey, is, is dad gonna come over today? Or like, what's happening? <laughs> and it's, it's funny to look back on, but now that we have more time, it's nice that like I had a pretty good experience with that. Nice. Um, being a black child of a black police officer gives you a very interesting point of view. Um, you can't ignore injustices in your community as an African-American and it's it's there and people are trying to change it. And it's always this like pendulum swing of like it's getting better, it's getting worse. Um, yeah. During or before my football games, there is this big thing about national anthems and I decided we're not going to disrespect the people that have served us. Mm -hmm. So we're going to stand up and keep our helmets off. But I said, let's lock arms and show unity because you can't create a positive change with division. So I wanted to show unity. We stand up, we still stand up for the anthem, but we lock arms and show that we are a unit. Nice. Oh I, I was. I got choked up a little bit. Look, I got chills. <laughs> oh, I'm like, grab, a, grab a piece of tissue. And, you, like, I, and I love that you're in a position to where you can spread this type of, you know, maturity, this type of outlook, and spread that amongst the young because they, the the more you reach the children when they're at a younger age, the more um, able to 
um, absorb that type of positivity in a different way to look at what's going on in front of them and yeah. show them how to how to navigate conversations, navigate situations. And that's a great way to do it because, you know, when people have been kneeling and people have been getting the wrong, um, the wrong idea from, for the reasons why they kneel and people forget that the person that told Colin, Colin Kaepernick to kneel in the first place was a veteran. Yes. So they made it seem as though, you know, they made him this example, a negative example, but I'm like, he was never disrespecting the flag. He was never disrespecting his country. But out of respect, the respect part was kneeling because at first the disrespect was him just simply just sitting down and not participating as a whole. So he still participated, but I like that aspect of it. That is very very mature and and I, I love that point of view it was a curveball i just threw that question at you so i like how you I like how you caught it and threw it back that's 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 what i'm talking about <laughs> now you you pointed to your mother we didn't mean to cut y'all um it's almost ironically her being a nurse practitioner and being in the medical field and being in that profession during this pandemic is like she was built for this job um <laughs> she's incredibly smart and dedicated to her work and she's she's so hardworking. I could see that, like, especially when it spiked the first time, it it was stressful. It was this new thing, and people weren't always going the right way about it. And she's very careful about it, and keeps working hard. So it's it's interesting. You get to see everything from right in the middle. Very nice. I mean, I'm I'm very impressed already, Tariya. I can't wait to <laughs> dive in a little bit more now. In your bio, you say you've been. You've been writing since you were 11 years old? Yes. And how, how did that come about? Like, how did that love for writing start? I, the love for writing, I don't think I can pinpoint it to an exact point. But I know that I wanted to share a story with people. And I realized that writing is an art form. And art forms are a way or a direct portal into someone else's mind. You can kind of see what's going on in there. and. Um, I, I feel like I wanted to, I have a story I want to share or more stories I want to share. And I want to give that enjoyment to other people. What type of stories were you writing? Like, were they, um, like real stories or fictional? Uh, they were fictional. I think everything that I've worked on to this point have been fictional. Nice. But Yeah. What has been your favorite story that you've written from from when you started up till like up to now? What has been like a favorite story of yours? I think the one I just released right now, because me and my little brother created the story when we're like I was nine, he was four. And there's so many things in this book that are interesting that people have gone up to me, some of my friends or family members, they're like, Oh, I like how you did this. And in my head, I'm like, my four-year-old brother just made this up. <laughs> That's amazing. It's, it's, it's really fun. Wow. So you've been pretty much working on this universe since you were nine and he was four? Yeah. Wow. That is, <laughs> that makes it even more interesting. Now, I've, I've got a chance to dive into the book, the name of the book, just for everybody out there, Other Side of the Sun, and it is by Terrell Franklin. And the subtitle is the first the first planetary war on now. Am I pronouncing this right? 
Hitri? Hitrie, you're close. Hitrie, got it. Um, That's what we called it when we were little. Hitrie. Hitrie, right? So it is a it's an entire universe that uh, that he created. And um, actually, I know that it's science fiction, but it can also be um, a young adult nonfic uh, or fiction. Am I correct? Or yes. Okay, so tell us a little bit about the book itself. Um, Other Side of the Sun is set in an alternate future where there's these super-powered humans, superhumans, and the strongest of these superhumans create a military organization to keep these other superhumans in check so there's not like this big villain just terrorizing the town. They have these powers and abilities that give them this elite status and they use their wealth and status to kind of get their own recreational use. And they decide, let's throw ourselves into space, have a party, and go into orbit around the sun. Mm-hmm. On the other side of the sun, they find this Earth-like planet, and curious, they land on it. And on the trip, they find that there is a whole society of people living on this planet and accidentally get themselves into a war because they stuck their nose too far deep into the planet. Yeah, it's, it's really, I like how it happened by accident. Like it was, you know, coming up on his 18th birthday and then like all of a yeah. sudden these events are, are set in place and, it, you know, it keeps spiraling from there. And I thought it was really cool how you put that together. Now, I do have to ask, are some of the characters remotely close to um, maybe people that you've been around or that you know, or even you yourself? I know the main character has a has a love interest kind of, so um yeah. Yeah. So the main character and his older brother, the main character is as much as my little brother as we created this character of. And nice. of course, the older brother is me. And there's also some characters, the strong elites, the seven. There's some characters that are based off of friends that I told in fifth or sixth grade that I'm writing a book. I'm going to get published one day. Yeah. And oh, wow. some of those people, like they became like my first like real friend group. And I decided, like, I want to write a character about you. I'm going to make them part of the super universe. And they kind of made it here. So some of them are really happy. Like, they've known me for a while. <laughs> They're like, oh, wow, you really did. <laughs> made them feel really special. Like, hey, no, I'm a, I'm a character in the book. They tell yeah. their, all their friends and tell their parents something about the book. Yeah. Right. I'm the Henderson girl. So, no, that's, I think that is <laughs> that's pretty cool. Um, I, I mean, I'm, A, I'm just taken aback by um how well spoken and focused and driven uh that you are and uh kudos to your parents i, I know they've done an amazing job and uh kudos to your little brother for having such an imagination that like he just started yeah. coming up with this universe now are you guys into comics and 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 just in general sci-fi if so oh, yeah. which universe is best marvel or dc uh that's this that's a, a hard question for if me answer, if you answer this incorrectly i'll end this call this is a this is a hard question for me i think i'm i'm a big comic fan and i like marvel characters better but i like the way stories are written in dc that's a good answer okay because dc is great i'm I'm like like, she doesn't she doesn't follow the comics that much my husband and i are are big (laughs) marvel and dc fans but um I favor DC yeah. in the. I mean, I watch the DC world. I think, <laughs> <laughs> but I love comics. So the fact that this is a sci-fi. I mean, my my, my husband read it too, and uh, I think what we think is amazing. It it is an amazing, amazing book, and you had kind of inspired our new journey. We wanted to highlight military families, and um, 
So you are uh, like the, the leader in this journey right now, killing it, uh, but you. definitely a leader. Go ahead, sis. But um, one of my like one of my other questions, I'm like I I'm like I didn't want to get it lost. Um, were you at all worried about being taken serious as a young writer? Um, I guess I was a little worried. I wanted more people to actually read it and experience it. As long like it's not about being the best seller. I don't want to make billions of dollars off of this. I want to share the world. I want people to be more inspired to have more stories or have original stories because. At this point, movies yeah. and sometimes books are just repeated stories and nothing is new and you can't really have a new experience. So I wanted to really have that taken seriously. But even just getting published, like when October 17th came around, I was the most excited I've ever been. <laughs> now, did you self-publish? Yes. Okay, awesome. I mean, it is phenomenal that you were under 18 when you published this book. It's a lot of a lot of people like i guess it's not too surprising because i for me because i've been writing for so long but a lot of people are like oh you you can you can really keep going and like i've been told like to send this book to colleges and i'm in my senior year so i'm definitely college searching oh wow. yeah so i don't want to put you on the spot but i heard and congratulations on this that you have had two um, scholarship offers to some some pretty good schools. Yes. And are they, they're not football scholarships from what I understand. They're academic scholarships. They're academic scholarships, yes. I mean, this, this boy, I mean, man, you, what can't you do, Tarek? Can you cook? <laughs> are, you, uh, <laughs> are, you able to, are you able to share what schools they are or no? Uh, yeah, I think so. Um, I just, actually, I just got my third one. I'm, I've got accepted to Butler Ball State in Valparaiso. All of my nice. Congratulations. Thank you. So, what I mean, are you? Schools? What did you say? What were the other two schools? Um, Valparaiso, Ball State, and Butler. Boston. Oh, you did Santa Monica. I'm sorry. I didn't let me step. Nice. And all three with scholarships. Yes. That is phenomenal. Are you, are you leaning towards one or the other? So, I did visit Valparaiso and I could see myself like going there and they had uh the creative writing major that i wanted to get into and um also wanted to minor in psychology and my tour guide was a psychology major and my my um counselor was a writing major and a psychology minor it was the craziest thing ever i'm like that that has to be a sign signs all around you like yeah definitely a sign and that is awesome can you tell us how to find your book uh, my book is on Amazon. You can be found in paperback and ebook on Amazon. Okay. And uh, ebook, do, will you have an Audible coming out? That was. I am working towards getting an Audible coming out, possibly early to mid 2021. I've been getting auditions for it, so hopefully that comes out within that time. Are you going to let your younger brother um, read some stuff into like with Audible too, or to just be you? I think. I think I'm going to hire someone separate because I feel like there's a lot of voices that I'm not a professional voice actor, so I can't really, <laughs> but there's a lot of characters that I feel like a professional could make it come alive. Also, you want to be able to like, so if, like, cause I know, I mean, I, re, I listen to a lot of uh, audibles, but mm -hmm. I guess I haven't listened to like any sci-fi ones. So 
I didn't know if it was like voices, voice changes involved. Is that is that how it goes? That was a thought, but I think I'm going to keep just a very um, engaging voice and a very like flexible voice. Okay. It. So I'm gotcha. go, I'm going to find someone to do that for me. That sounds really interesting. Have someone just having like I don't have a way those voices sound, <laughs> but but you know how they sound in your head when you're writing them. You like yeah. okay. I know how I want this person to sound, how I want that person to sound. Yeah. So, yeah. Audible is a whole production. And so this is the first planetary war. Can we expect uh, more from Terrell Franklin? Can we expect a, a, a sequel to this? Uh, yes, a sequel to that. And it is part of a super series. Oh, which, okay, great. Which is a part of like events in that book kind of explain events in other books like a prequel series and mm. um there's a lot more in store especially that i've grown and i can actually see how the story is unfolding as i've storyboarded it and since it says the first war there's definitely more than one okay well, you're definitely an inspiration for sure thank you for sure wow. i can't wait to I'm like, read I just more right in like this year so yeah. <laughs> And you've been writing since you were 11. Like, that's amazing. That's yeah. pretty amazing. I mean, you keep going the way you're going. There's, I know you hear this all the time, but literally there's no limit to what you can achieve. And uh, I, I'm, I'm, I just marvel right now at you because, I mean, you hear all the bad side, right? To, you know, our young black men are doing this and doing that. But to talk to a well-spoken, articulate, amazing young Black man is phenomenal. I mean, and, and you, you got a nice balance with school life, work life, home life, you know, you, you, you're doing a lot. So that's Thank amazing. You. How does your brother look? Does he look up to you or? He does. And also a theme in the story, I did write a lot for him. A theme in the story is that don't, don't chase me. He has a lot more in store that he could do. And I can see it. And it sucks for him that we go to the same school, like we went to the same elementary, middle and high school, but we were never in the same place except for one year because we're so far apart. Mm -hmm. And his teacher, he ends up having the teachers that I've had and they're like, oh, you're Terrell's brother. And he's like, I feel like I'm stuck in the shadow this whole time. <laughs> and I kind of wrote this book to show him that you have to pave your own path. You, you will become your own legend. And don't, don't try to follow me because you can pass me up. That's man, like that. If you're oh, man, you have I mean, to continue to share this with the youth. You have to continue to inspire them because you're an inspiration. I'm like, I'm like happy to have even like met you and to know that there are young black men out there like you that is just beaming with positivity and being able to just, you know, not carry your younger brother along, but just instill in him those same goals and values and inspire him to take himself further and to surpass all expectations. Like, it just got much. Man, absolutely phenomenal. We can't wait to continue to tell everybody about your book. Um, we'll, you know, of course, it'll be on our, our podcast page and everything like that. But uh, absolutely amazing. I actually know your father. I won't say how right now, 
But um, I will. He, you know, he he made a joke that he he don't like to brag about. It's like I never tell him, but he's amazing. So you know, <laughs> I know you guys still do a lot of family stuff. Like you, you foot race once a year or something like that. You guys yes. do a, a annual father son uh foot race. When did that start? Um, I don't know when that started. That probably I was probably grade school when. Having a young, he was, he's a pretty young dad, especially for me, but like he would race me and he just never let me like, he would never let me win just on purpose. <laughs> he'd, he'd make me work. So I, I work up to actually beat him. I almost got him freshman year and then he got me again. So I'm like, yeah. man. <laughs> I know, I know you beat him. Actually, uh, fun fact, your uncle went to Iraq with us. I don't know if you knew that or not. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, Sterling. So uh, when you when you see your uncle, tell him that we said hi. And um, I just think that you're absolutely phenomenal, Terrell. The other, well, not the, let me take it back. Take out your phones right now, or if you're on your computer, take out your computer right now, put in Amazon.com, use your sign-in and your password. If you don't have one, sign up for Amazon immediately, because I don't know where you've been. Go and look up Other Side of the Sun by Terrell Franklin. Buy the book now. I'm telling you guys, you will not be sorry. You want to keep your eye on this when he is somebody to look for. Terrell, is there any other way that, that your fans can follow you and reach you? Um, I do have a Facebook page. Just type in Terrell Franklin author page on Facebook. I have an Instagram. That's FT Tremar. And I also have Terrell Franklin on Twitter. Nice. All right. We, we can't wait to follow you and, uh, and, and brag about you. Like, I feel like you you like my son now. Like, anyway, I just talked to this guy yesterday. He was amazing. <laughs> thank you. We thank you so much for finding the time to, you know, grace our show with your presence. Thank you for having thank me. Thank you yeah. for this opportunity. And thank you for your service, of course. Oh, thank you. You're hitting all the right. Just for the record, uh, the, the, the little girls are going to know, are you single? Are you are you are you waiting? What's going on? Yes, I, I, I am. I'm, <laughs> I'm just joking. You're a young, young, handsome guy. So, but you're but you're so focused on you, look. You're an author. You are uh, like youth groups and school, and you busy. You busy. Don't let these don't let these little young girls, you know, distract you. You know, keep your eye on the prize. You know, keep moving forward. They, the girls come later. You know, I sound yeah. like an old auntie. Well, because, uh, <laughs> because I am, and it's okay. It's okay. Tell them what these little, these little hot tailed girls. They go come later. You know, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much for being here with us Terrell. thank you you can reach us at our website combatdivaspodcast.net be sure to follow us on instagram and facebook at combatdivaspodcast and twitter at combatdivaspod1 for all of the updated information on our book be sure to sign up for our newsletter to stay current on special deals and updates combat divas stomp your left right left Combat Diva